What's up, people? Welcome back to the Mindful CEO. I'm your co-host, Chris Angel, here with our host, Aaron Hendon. Hello, sir. Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. Hey, I'm a co-host. I, I refuse to take the mantle of host. I heard that when I was I actually listened to a podcast. I listened uh, to our podcast. I was You did. Flipping. Good job. Yeah, I did. I did. I did. I forced myself. And thank you. And uh, and then I heard you call me the host. I'm like, I'm not really... Fine. I'm Fine. not comfortable being the host, and you're my co-host. I would. I am co-host. I'm today. your host, Chris Angel, with our other host, Aaron Hendon. There we go. Okay, <laughs> that way it's not my fault. I just want to make sure <laughs> the context Got of it. the communication is heard. Nice. Um, yeah. There we go. Well, definitely a co-creation here. Yes, it is very much so. Yeah. All, All right. right. Well, we're in. What are we talking about? <laughs> you were talking about stick figures and poking dead. You know, dead. Yes. Stick. Mindful stick figures. <laughs> yes. Well, what we're, what we're, yeah, just the setup for it is, um, you know, the, the after the rebrand, and here we are, we're talking about mindfulness. Yep. And mindfulness has, and I'm personally wrapped up in becoming a, a person, a mindfulness teacher. So I'm, that's very much in the foreground of what I'm dealing with, but it's not the, you know, there's three elements to what we're building here inside the Mindful CEO, and one of them is mindfulness. And they're connected. So it's mindfulness, and it's mastermind, and it's mission. Yep. Um, and they're all connected, obviously. It's a triangle, so everything's connected to each other. Um, and we've been doing work uh, every morning for 10 minutes and doing a mindfulness sit. Uh on gratitude and bringing gratitude to our day and just breathing for 10 minutes and finding, you know, our center and, and being available for that, you know, for 10 minutes. And, uh, and that's pretty much all we've really done here so far. And after the rebrand is other than name it. And then, you know, talk to Alan about it. Um, We, my focus, my attention really has been on this practice of my mindfulness meditation and I'm not interested in, or I am interested, put it in the positive. I am interested in having a conversation regarding mission and mastermind as well. Like how those are connected because I don't want this to be fall into the bucket of, well, this is a meditation podcast, or this is a podcast about the benefits of mindfulness meditation. And although we're, obviously big proponents of the benefits of mindfulness and mindfulness meditation. There's a, that's just one piece of the puzzle. So we want, I wanted to just have a conversation that sort of began to explore mission and maybe, you know, and then as we go through mastermind at some point, but really start with mission. That's what I was thinking. Otherwise, because otherwise you could just call this, this set of content in these conversations, mindfulness, human, the mindfulness, something else, but CEO yes. really brings that business context. And I, I mean, I've set my life up for 20 years in the space of business because it gives me the freedom to call my own shots. It gives yep. me, um, it gives me the creative side of me an opportunity to build something. Cause I love to build things. Um, you know, like in the space of business, not, I'm not very good handy wise, but, um, like woodworking, but I get to, but I want to build stuff. And, um, and I think mindfulness has been in its indirect ways and direct ways, um, helpful for me mm-hmm. on my path to create things. But I think one of the things I've noticed in the last week in the mindful CEO Facebook group has been the, the meditations you're doing have, um, 
resensitized me to getting to the present moment, you know, yeah. like that there's a practice in mindfulness that gets me to baseline. And from that place, I'm finding that it's easier to then as a Joe Dispenza idea, mm-hmm. um, use that mindfulness to create my vision for business and what I want to create. What's the perfect yeah. version of that. Great. So, and I love what you we were talking about, but I love Joe's conversations for creation and visioning and stepping into a future. Yeah. He's brilliant at that. And so there's two things about it that when you mentioned it to me earlier, that struck me one is the conversation for the floor that mindfulness creates, you know, the elevating of the Mm -hmm. floor, cleaning out of the noise. Yeah. Like where I start creating from that floor. Like, yeah, very good. Yeah. That floor becomes higher and higher. You could say higher, higher vibration that you're starting from a higher vibration because you don't have the noise. Yeah. Yeah. Around yeah. you and the opportunity of practicing mm-hmm. sitting for 10 minutes, 15 minutes, whatever it is, 20 minutes, whatever you can, whatever you are willing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, the builds a muscle that allows, certainly I have found that uh, I can bring myself, I, I can bring myself to center, bring myself to ground far more easily yeah. in the midst yeah. of an upset or the midst of confusion or yeah waviness in life mm-hmm. uh far faster having practiced mm-hmm. meditation and the, and the and the sitting for 10 minutes every yeah. day as a practice it builds a resilience and a um mm-hmm. a capacity to handle upset stress that I I find invaluable. The other thing that it does is that it, um, I think it it clears the mind in a way that allows me to see and hear. Mm. Yeah. You were talking about Joe Dispenza. I find that Esther Hicks talks about uh, the opportunity of meditation as the opportunity to reset your vibration and connect with source. Mm -hmm. You know, who was saying prayer is me speaking to God and meditation is my chance to hear God speak to me. And I don't remember who said that, but I love that visual. I love that metaphor that it's a, if you're going to have a two way, if you're going to have a dialogue, meditation is the opportunity to shut up and listen. And I think that's what you're pointing to, Chris, when you say that the floor is higher, but you find it more easy to envision a future. It's just easier to hear mm-hmm. your intuition or what what Esther Hicks would call source. It's easier to hear that when you're uncluttered. Yeah. That's right. Good. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. Well, so we say like <laughs> the, way, the way he said it before we hit record was, you know, can you make can you make any money with this mic? Yeah, where's the money? Uh, yeah, so the yeah. stick thing. There's a meme uh, out there, but it's a very crude. Uh, now I have to show you. Now I really do need to show okay. it to you. Well, maybe we'll put it up in the show notes. But it's a very crude stick figure of a guy with a stick, and he's poking something, and then 
the meme is you put in whatever two things mm-hmm. you whatever thing you want to put in there and call it that. And I was envisioning someone sitting and meditating and the guy poking him with a stick saying, OK, come on, make money. Um, <laughs> like, where's the where's the beef in this? Where's you know, all right, I've been sitting for three weeks. Where's my business? Yeah. How come my business isn't thriving? Um, yeah. Which is not the not the effective way to go about it. <laughs> But, it, but, but I mean, you know, that, that question is there for me. Like totally. my, that's my intention, my expectation that I'm going to, I'm going to give time energy to be still and I'm doing it so that there is a better version of me, that there is a better vision casted. There is, um, th- there's a reward. I'm I'm not doing it for the sheer benefit of finding the present moment i'm doing it because there's more that i want here and you might say as a mindfulness coach that's not how i should be doing it but i'm just saying like there is this no i don't know that that's not I, I i don't know that there's a should about it it's an interesting thing to mm-hmm. examine so I, I don't know i'm not the expert in this so this would be a really good question to ask someone who's really well, facile or weathered in in uh it's a good question but but here's what i hear in it there is i think you are doing it to get here this it's a paradox this is the sound (laughs) of one hand clapping this is a zen cohen this is really is you know chocolate shoes there's you are doing it for the sheer benefit of being in the present moment right because that's all there ever is Uh uh-huh Right. Is the present moment. There is no other moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All you have is the present moment. And the magic is if you that striving to get to another moment is what has you be out of the present moment. You're no longer in the present moment. You can only be here now. Right. right. So in one, in a real sense, it'd be worthwhile to acknowledge and to bring yourself back to, I am doing this for the sheer benefit of being here in the present moment. And now standing here in the present moment, what's next? Uh-huh. And I can only create what's next when I'm here in the present moment. That oper- it's, you ever talk to someone and they have an answer really quickly? Uh-huh. And you're like, you think you're not listening. You just already had that answer. Uh-huh. Do you ever do that? You talk, have a conversation and they're so fast and it's like, okay, you're not really having this dialogue with me. You're having this dialogue with you. You're waiting for me to stop talking so that you can answer with the question that you wanted to answer because you're clearly not in the presence of what I'm saying because yeah. you can't be. It's not, you haven't heard anything yeah. I said. Yeah. And I think we fall into that trap of make money. <laughs> Fucking go, let's go. When's this thing going to make money? And uh, rushing it into the future versus sitting in the present moment for long enough that the next space opens up. And there's definitely an intention that you have, and I have, yeah. which is you were the one who brought it up, so let's use yeah. you, yeah. Uh, to have you know a million when leaders lead the world will change you know there's that's your 
Yeah. That's yeah. that's the future for you. That's the mission, right? This is yeah. where mindfulness and mission come together. Right, right. Is there is a mission for you. Right. But you can't get there by trying to get there is what you can't get there by forcing it to get there. You get there by standing in the present moment and looking at what the next action is appropriate to take and then stringing together a series of present moments of <laughs> in that direction, but without any attachment to the way it looks, right? That it has to look this way, that you're bringing the tenets of mindfulness with you. Right. Right. Which did we show those? Did we show all those last week? I don't remember when we. No, I think that. that was just you and me talking through. We had like seven, and then you found two more for nine. I think. Right. Right. Yeah. And I think that's useful. Yeah. You can hear the paradox, right? You can hear the. It's, right. Total paradox. It's, it's total paradox, but that's where. But you could also hear the sense in it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like the striving is the, the striving is the problem. Even then it's not even a problem. It's just ineffective. Striving isn't the path, isn't uh, 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 um, certainly not a mindful path. If you're going to take value judgments out of it, we're good, bad, right, wrong. It's just not the mindful path. And we're, I think there's an underlying assertion that a mindful path is a more fulfilling path, is a path of, less resistant inherently less resistance because there is no resist if resistance isn't mindful there's no resistance in mindfulness um less less struggle i, I don't want to find it to me the the idea that uh i'm gonna know, look I, for the tenants while you're talking for a second but go okay. ahead i mean just you know we've been exploring spiral dynamics in another community conversation mm-hmm. and when i think about Every next level of awareness was born out of the breakdown of a previous version of awareness. If I think about being CEOs and and you're talking about striving, you could say like mm-hmm. lots of uh, empires have been built on striving. There's been lots of things created in the world and progress built from striving. Mm-hmm. Like, so you couldn't say it's better or worse than it. Just like there's lots of evidence that striving gets stuff done. But I think. The idea that, and mindfulness has been around for a long time, but the idea that mindfulness and business, mindfulness and mission mm-hmm. could coexist and live together, could benefit, I think was the iteration of, a, of an awareness that was like, hey, sh- this striving thing feels heavy or this striving thing requires me to dominate something else in my space. Yes. And isn't there another way to do it? So I think the whole mindfulness and mission ha- was born from some of the, underbelly of striving and hustle and Lamborghini leaning and yes, really good. So here's the, I found the little maybe I should probably put this as my backdrop. Um, <laughs> yeah. So if you're watching, right, non-judging patience, beginner's mind, trust, non-striving, gratitude, generosity, acceptance, letting go mm-hmm. as the qualities of mindfulness that the practice of sitting opens up. You're practicing intentionally for 10 minutes. Those aspects, those nine aspects, you're actually practicing all those things, right? Yeah. In one 10 minute set, all those things at once are happening. You don't go through them. Like it's not a checklist. And, mm. but that is exactly what's happening. Mean, I'm just in the presence of that's what's happening when I sit. Mm. Um 
and the suggestion, the, the, you know, the, um, it feels like the never ending search for utility mm-hmm. yeah. is problematic for me. Mm-hmm. Like make money. That's the stick. The never ending use the never ending search for utility versus the allowing to unfold the next space yeah, yeah. Inside an intention. See, there's nothing about non-judging patients, beginner's mind, trust, non-striving, gratitude, generosity, acceptance, letting go that precludes intention. Sure. Right. In fact, I the an intent. So a couple of things just showed up for me. One is what you were sharing about Joe Dispenza. Yeah. You know, you and what we started with about how meditation is your opportunity to listen to what source is saying and i would assert you know i don't know I, i'm just asserting it i don't have any uh i, I don't know well i would I, i'd ask rather than assert let me ask you're when the when leaders lead the world will change yeah i think that did that come from, you know, the space that that came from? I would, my sense of it is that it arose in a clearing. Yeah. Maybe you weren't meditating. Maybe you weren't, but it wasn't, it wasn't, you didn't figure it out. Right. You felt your way into it. Yeah. Yeah. And so mindfulness, so there's an intention now. Right. You have a mission. Right. We Mission, intention. Future calling, all sort of are inside that world of mission, right? We like it because it starts with them. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that intention now is, you know, is bet where, you know, the mind, this is an inquiry, our little chats are an inquiry onto hmm. how to best serve that mission. And we're starting from or coming from mindfulness these practices are the practices you know are the spaces or practices that would best serve your fulfilling that mission yeah as in non-judging a mission a mission intention that when leaders lead the world will change and there's a whole world that that's that's been created of what that might look like for me and in and in the juxtaposition in the tension between there's that thing and then there's non-judging about it there's patience about it there's beginner's mind about it there's trust about it there's non-strive there's there's all of this mindful way to be about that mission and intention. totally and it, and if you just think about it for a second right uh, if you came about it from leaders when leaders leads the world will change from a judging place yeah it's it's done. It's over. You're fucked. It's not happening. It's not happening in the way that you'd commit. Be you personally are committed to it happening. You can't come from there's something wrong here and have that future be fulfilled to your satisfaction. It's interesting to look at it that way. To take the opposite of these words. To right. say like you know when leaders lead and to be impatient about it, or when leaders lead the world will change and to think I know everything. You know like yeah to take the opposite of these mindful tenets. Right. <laughs> Seems ridiculous. But that's- but right, but that's striving. 
That's that's what we mean in in that world of striving, judging, impatience, yeah. know it all, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Force <laughs> and outcome. So, it's so absurd when you look at the opposite of these words, you know, like right, letting go, no, uh, holding on, controlling, and gripping it so tight, you know, you're like, exactly. mm, right, okay, <laughs> why right. why was good I doing with, that anyway? <laughs> good luck with that. That's a real good luck with that. You know, have fun with that. But that's sort of the condition of the planet, condition of the world as it exists. Yeah. Is in the space of judging, impatience, yeah. know it all. Right. You know, distrust, striving, right. Right. you know, uh, 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 um, scarcity. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Right. Unacceptance, hanging on. That's the condition. And we're, you know, and, and to, to bring not judging to that, to non judging to that's the way it looks right now, to bringing patience to the resolution of that, or to bring, you know, love's not in there, but it's all over it. You know, it's right. You know, I know I'm reading Michael Mayer would be like, where's love in that? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but that's really, that's, that's the connection between mission and, mindfulness and what's available in the practice of mindfulness sitting is all those nine things are happening at once. And you're building a muscle for the brain to be able to, because the brain by default goes to the, really, honestly, the brain by default goes to the opposite of all these by default, right? We are machines that know it all that distrust everything. I mean, you just think about, you know, lizard brain, System yeah. two thinking, you know, fast, quick. It's all scarcity. It's all the opposite. This is the, this is, this takes a practice, takes a creation. Default is really the opposite of all those things. You know, even, even when you look at a child, you know, letting go is hard. You know, it's all, we're, we're built to, for, you know, which is why it looks like Chris that striving has accomplished things. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Sure, but it's what it's accomplished has been you know, grossly dissatisfying in a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah. For the it's been for those who are in that space of life where that's not satisfying anymore. Yeah, well, that's what you know, and. And, and there's nothing, but again, so there's that place where um, mindfulness, those tenets, and the fulfillment of what matters to us yeah. meet. Like, how do those meet? And that really then creates the bottom. I even like it now where um, mastermind would be on the bottom of the three because uh-huh. that's what we do you and I are doing and yeah. what the community that we've built does is they, we were going to mastermind on how to have those, those worlds meet so that what you are fulfilling is fulfilling. Say it again, master. Yeah. Right. No, but that's, that's the name of the game is that so that what you are fulfilling in the world is actually fulfilling to you. And fulfill something that's, you know, that you say is important. And so you say that matters, you know, you're not just making widgets. Right. Right. And I think that's the, I think that's the key or a key. I can definitely see how this 
not only this conversation, but this kind of conversation is uh, juicy for those who are, um, who have felt the dissatisfying phase of striving, right? For those who have been in business for like I had been for 20 years and it just, it just felt like a lot of work, right? That there was not, it wasn't so much creation anymore, right? It didn't feel like this is art or this is fun or, you know, it was like labor. It was hard. It was, I don't want to do any of this. Um, I can see where people who have gotten tired of business that way can find a little bit of breathing room in a, in a space where mindfulness and mission can coexist, that there is a, that they are directly linked and connected. And in that space, you, you know, business becomes fun again. Business becomes a self-expression that there is your mission is a self-expression and you don't have to be a martyr for the things here. This is all just art. This is. Yeah. But you'd have to be in a certain space to really hear that because otherwise you'd think this is foo-foo, stupid conversations, right? Right. Well, I think that's a great um, context or great construct for this is that life is art. Because if you go back to those nine elements, those are all the elements that make art work. And, uh, and are you living your life? Like it's a, like you're the man, you know, like, like it's art. Are you living your life as if, are you building your business as if you're creating your masterpiece? Yeah. Are you living it? Like it's something I need to do to get through to the next thing. Right. Am I doing it to, or am I creating and allowing it to develop and unfold and follow it where it wants to go? And, see what shows up and then make the next turn from wherever this one wound up inside an intention that I have that I'm truing myself up to and truing my actions up to. Is this action consistent with what matters and what matters to me? Is it not? Is it not that I'm not going to take it? And if it is, you know, I was listening last night. um, I don't remember how we got into it, but we were listening to, um, Billy Crystal's eulogy for Muhammad Ali. Hmm. I don't know if you ever you ever hear I, that. I, I did hear it once. I can't, I can't remember it, but I I remember watching it. It's fabulous. It's it's fabulous. And um, uh, you know the diff the the kind of life that Muhammad Ali had was, was just crazy. You know they took away his prime years. In boxing, they have prohibited him from boxing, right? You know, this, you know what happened, yes? That he was so, no. all right, so he refused to go to the Vietnam War, he refused, he refused to report hmm. and uh, unjust war and wasn't going to do it. And they sent him to jail. He went to jail for he was sentenced to five years in jail wow. and then spent two and a half of them in jail. And uh, took away his passport and his right to box. They revoked his ability to box. And so that was, I think, 26, 27, and 28, and maybe into 29 years old. He couldn't box. Wow. Or was in jail. Hmm. For a boxer, that's 
Yeah. It's the prime years. Mm. And, you know, he just wasn't going to do it. He, he, he was unwilling to compromise his values mm-hmm. and what he knew was right for himself for anything. Yeah. And, you know, that's something about chewing yourself up to a mission mm-hmm. and trusting and, you know, accepting and non-judging and patience and the entire world of it. And, you know, and and then he came out, you know, in his thirties and, you know, he, that's, if you know any, you know, if you know Muhammad Ali from any of the fights, you know him after he came out of jail, you know, he became the champion of the world for the second time after that, which is impossible. Hmm. Wow. And, um, yeah. So really, in terms of chewing yourself up to a mission, yeah, wow. it's pretty, pretty great, pretty great uh, uh, to listen to and to watch him. You know, think about his life. Yeah, I, I don't really, I don't remember how I got into that last night. Um, but worth listening to. The eulogy is just hmm. fabulous, just fabulous, fabulous, fabulous. And you know, there's. Barely a human being on the planet who doesn't know who Muhammad Ali is, you know, right. yeah. to this day, still the greatest of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, but that's the opportunity. I think that's the opportunity that we're talking about is living your life with that kind of integrity, that kind of mindfulness, that kind of I am here to, you know, live the be- I don't know how he would articulate his mission in life. Uh, and I'm not going to lay something on him that he didn't say. Yeah. And he, um, you know, lived his life consistent with what he would, whatever he would say his mission is. I think that's a, hmm. a, 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 a yeah. model. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like the idea that there's a, one that it would it would it's in some way um, suggests or requires that you would have a a mission that you would say my life is for more than the transactions and the gross commission incomes and the yes. volume you're right that there is a thing I feel inspired by or called to um and then in that 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 I could marry that up with mindfulness and action and move towards you know build you, you know you, you've used uh cathedral right i could build a cathedral um if we go to the the true north workshop right where it's right. you're either chiseling stone or you're building a cathedral it's the same work but how you relate to that work is different and i think a lot of people in business again getting to the breakdown i think a lot of people in business got into business for like i did got into business for freedom potential f- financial gain um, I don't want to answer to anybody, right? Flexibility. Like there was, these were a lot of things that brought me into business and none of that was connected to a higher purpose. None of that was a cathedral. It was all an escape route from being stuck in someone else's container. I didn't want to be stuck in like, screw you. I'm going to go do my own thing. So I'll start, I'll go into business. And, yeah. and from there, all I was left with of those two ingredients was the hustle, the action, the there was no mindfulness and there, well, I didn't have either. I didn't have mission or mindfulness. I just had hustle 
and striving because I don't want to go back there and be stuck in that person's container. Yeah. So yeah, it's a real opportunity for people to begin to look for. I think this mindful path is is an inquiry into what is what do you want to create? What is your art? Yeah, I, I like that, Chris. What is your art? And then to go back for a second. Tell me about you were doing it not to get stuck in someone else's container. Yeah. Say a little bit more about that. Well, I, I think uh, I, there are different versions of this as you go through my life. I think when I was um, in college, I didn't know what I wanted to do professionally. I didn't know where I fit, right? I wanted mm-hmm. to be a professional friend. That's if you'd ask me, that's I, let's hang out and have coffee all the time and talk about what you're passionate about. That was my jam, <laughs> but, but I didn't know where to fit. So I tried to be, um, I went to get a master's in education with a middle school endorsement, but I hated sixth graders and I didn't finish my program. And my, <laughs> my master, my, uh, my mentor teacher was really mean. <laughs> and I found the kids were really mean. Like it was just very hard. I was like, I don't want to do that. I'm not going to be stuck yeah. in that container. So I went and worked at Starbucks. Well, Starbucks was fine. I really enjoyed that job as a barista and a shift manager. But at some level, when you're starting to feel like I want to expand into more of who I am, you're like, I don't want to be stuck in the container called Starbucks where I'm making minimum wage and stupid tips. You know, I like the work, but it's not what I'm here for. And then I picked up Rich Dad, Poor Dad, right? I read that and I thought, oh, here's something I could do. So then I got into real estate and uh, because I wanted to learn how to invest and build a business. And but that was that was intellectually interesting to me. But then I started getting into the the <laughs> the world of real estate sales. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, shit, I don't want to be stuck in this container. Like it was, it was always someone else's thing I was trying to become good in side of. It was never my thing. It was never my art or my calling. And I think, mm-hmm. you know, it fast forward 20 years, I just it was taking me time to get to like, what do I want to do with my life in business? How do I, how do I want to use business, mm. you know, as my canvas? You know? Yeah, I think, gosh, Chris, it's so good. Um, I'm sorry. I got hung up on my word, my use of the word gosh. So <laughs> my mother would roll over her grave. Oh if I, if she heard me use the word gosh. Uh, um, uh you know, first the thing the first it's one of the things that struck me when you just were said is I, I like the job at Starbucks, mm-hmm. but it's not what I'm here for. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a really potent realization. I don't think anyone stumbles across talking to you or I mm-hmm. in any real way if that question hasn't been raised. Mm-hmm. What am I here for? Mm-hmm. Right. Or the experience of this is not what I'm here for has to come up in one's consciousness before any of this makes any sense. Right? right? If that's not a space that you're in, yeah. then you're not here. <laughs> you're not talking to me. You're not talking to you unless there's a a, a, a searching, a wanting, a you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. a desire to explore something inside a sense of, or the trigger was, this is not what I'm here for. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's the first element I think that's 
got to be present. If that's not present, if that's never been an issue for you, if you are, I mean, I, I don't know that that's true. If you're rocking, if you know what you're here for and you are doing it, this would still be a value. But at some point, you must have asked a question. Right. Right. What am I here for? At some point, you needed to have asked. You're asking it now and you don't have it resolved. Or you did ask it and you do have it resolved. But either way, you know, who you are is out fulfilling on, you're out to or are out fulfilling on what you're here for. And um, the suggestion then is mindfulness is a super valuable approach to fulfilling that, what you're here for, your mission, whatever you want to, however you want to language it. Yeah. Um, that is, I would just leave it at that. It's a real, it's a hmm. worthwhile approach yeah. to yeah. what it is you're, out to build you either don't know what you're out to build and but that's what and all of that is inside what you and i grapple with you know is looking at how to apply that it's interesting just in terms of applying that right and how do you get that to move you know in my field in real estate um you know there's 50 percent less transactions something like that anywhere between 35 and 50% less. But I haven't done August numbers yet till Friday, but um, July was, I think, King County, my, you know, where I am is something like 40% fewer transactions. Year July to July, year, year yeah. over year. Yeah. Wow. It's big. That's a, that's a big cut. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, not a dip. Now that doesn't, from the consumer perspective, it means one thing. It doesn't. It's not a radical difference from each individual consumer perspective because the consumers are dealing with what they're dealing with about selling their home or not selling their home. That's really the source of it is that people aren't selling their home because, hi, I have a two and a half percent mortgage. <laughs> uh, yeah. Why? Why would I leave to get a seven and a half percent mortgage? Explain. Yeah. Then the answer is you wouldn't, um, and they're not. And there you go. That's, right. you know, that's the bulk of that. And uh, I was, but for realtors, that's a massive, that's, you know, that's a bunch of people are going to be leaving the industry if they can't figure it out because yeah, yeah. it's half as much business. Um, so I was talking to my coach, Jeff, uh, I was talking to Jeff about, I mean, it's how does one, affect and act and stay consistent with one's mission and what one is up to one's calling and how does one fulfill on that in the face of 40% less business. It's one thing, you know, like nobody needs to invent the new possibility for being human on when they get off the plane for their honeymoon. Yeah. Life's good. <laughs> you're on the you're in you're in Mexico for your honeymoon. You're good. You don't need to invent the context. You don't need to create anything. It <laughs> life's good, man. You that's as good as it gets, pretty much for most of us. Um, 
But when, you know, you're sitting around with 40% less business looking at, your, you know, the end of your year sales going, okay, well, what's going to happen to me in January when the shit really gets tight? Mm-hmm. Where's the money going to come from? Mm-hmm. That's a different yeah. animal, right? Um, so there's that. How does one maintain that in the face of that kind of a... Yeah. Ex- external circumstance. And that's, you know, that's uh, that's a real personal thing that I'm dealing with now. And I, I don't have a direct answer other than, you know, I find the sitting every day absolutely grounds me and keeps me from being spiraled down the world of how fucked I am. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and allows me to keep my vibration up inside, you know, look, I can, I'm going to focus on something. Something is going to be in the front of me, right? I'm either going to have what shows up by default, which is I'm fucked, which is the default, which is just, you know, what's there is the dangers, the problems, is the issues, is the, that's the human mind. I don't think that's personal. That's the way we were designed to avoid hazards. Um. Or I'm going to be responsible for that. Notice those things, pr- practice those noticing when those things are in front of me and then put something in front of me that is in right, fact right. a higher vibration, something that I'm committed to. Like you were talking about with Joe, like putting inside, putting in front of me the future that I'm committed to having, putting that in front of me and having that give me who I am and have that be the nature of what I'm up to because, you know, Business comes and business goes. That's what happens in real estate. It's a cyclical, you know, sometimes, you know, that's nothing, you know, that's the way that is. Um, So how do you, you know, keep yourself in that game? But that's where I, that's where mindfulness has really made an impact for me is in that day to day. Yeah. uh, Detaching from the, Mm fear yeah and the you know the need for an immediate answer and need for it to look a particular way and my ability then to in that space of letting that go have my intention create a future that inspires me something of a higher vibration something that is you know really and which is why i started the gratitude meditations every morning because nothing is gratitude is the uh what does joe say gratitude is something something to the effect of it's the perfect place for manifestation you know it's like when you're in the space of being grateful for what you have the universe brings you more of that and um that's an intentional practice so i think there's that opportunity of us manifesting i always thought there should be there's another m in there right i don't know if we got to manifesting but we we have the middle of the triangle available we use the word mumble as a fourth but manifesting could be in the middle yeah (laughs) I know we also had motherfucker in there, but still. <laughs> we reserve um, the right to. We reserve the right add, add to add that at any time. At an um, yeah. So that's, I, I just think that's the, th- that keeps me grounded in what the purpose is here and what we're up to is, you know, if you're listening to this and if you're in our community, specifically, if you're in the, the workshop community, that's the work that we are doing is in the practical, no kidding how do we maintain another M maintain 
a mindful orientation toward the fulfillment of our mission uh, in the face of whatever we're dealing with. And then what practices can we create for that? And what are the pitfalls in that? And how are we going to, you know, create that? So that's powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm excited for those of you listening. If you want to learn more about that community, uh, what Aaron called the workshop community, uh, you can go to the mindfulceo.com forward slash invite. And there's a video of Aaron and I describing the community and an application button. Um, fill it out and we'll follow up with next steps. Um, I, I mean, I don't know how Aaron, how, uh, what I know is my experience of wanting to answer what my life is for mm-hmm. prior to being in conversation with others who were on a similar path was very lonely for me to be, what is my life for? And to have to use my, only my journal and whiteboard right, to answer that question, my head would just spin and it would spin and spin. Now that in community, there's space to bounce around with others who are to mumble through what it could look like. It's just not only is there momentum, but like, I just feel it feels good. Well, that's how you and I even started talking last year. That's the entire nature of our relationship is that I'm like, this is, I I do not, I, it's why I'm on a team. It's why I'm married. It's why everything is, you know, is I'm not, why would I do this alone? What, what, where's. Yeah. I love that. What's the advantage? You know, there's no. Yeah. Why would you do mindful business alone? (laughs) Why would you do anything alone? Why, you know, why would you do, you know, it's good. Really, honestly, why would you go through life on your own? What, what is the, there, you know. I look, you can definitely go faster, right. Than having to take a tally and like that, but you know, that's the African proverb, right. If you want to go fast, go alone. You want to go far, go together. And uh, I've always had more fun with other people. Yeah. Right. So yeah, that's the community. That's what we're building. All right. Awesome. We'll see you next time. Party on Wayne.